1: so if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. From KQED. I'm Erica Cruz-Guevara and welcome to The Bay, local news to keep you rooted. Chinese voters are energized in San Francisco, where an election over whether to recall three Board of Education members is inching closer. And there's something about this recall that's really activating a specific kind of Chinese voter, the kind that doesn't really get involved
2: in local politics, until now. The school board determines so much of their education surprising. I didn't know before. I really didn't know before I started this. Today, just what
1: exactly is it about the San Francisco Board of Education recall election that's pushing so many first-time Chinese voters into local politics for the very first time?
3: a part of this amazing community visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support.
0: It was a Saturday morning at the Florence Fang Community Garden in the Bayview. IT was a Scott
1: Schaefer is a politics and government editor for KQED. He's also the co-host of the Political Breakdown podcast, and he reported this story with Han Lee, a reporter with the San Francisco Standard.
0: And there was uh, some some folks in the garden who were there handing out uh, bags of food, uh, dried goods uh, to make uh, food for the Lunar New Year.
2: You know, so Chinese really like, you know, uh, dry food. So this is mushroom,
0: and uh, we're going to have a... And uh, the recall committee, the Yes on the Recall folks, uh, decided they would put a table there. And so we went. Uh, Han told me about it. I, m- I met him there on a Saturday morning and uh, talked with people who were there, including some parents, uh, some volunteers, uh, as well as some other community folks.
2: My name is Ann Shu. I'm a volunteer with the Chinese API Voter Outreach Task Force.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Ann Chu is a parent. Uh, she's very active in Galileo High School. Uh, she's actually the president of the sort of the parent-teacher group there. Anne is also on a citizen committee for the school district. But she told me that until recently she hasn't gotten directly involved in a political campaign like this one.
2: The school board determines so much of their education.
0: And Anshu told me that as she began to look more closely at what it is the school board does or doesn't do, she became more concerned, more active, and more engaged in this recall.
2: And when I started paying attention, I said, what? What do they do? How much influence they have? And what kind of uh, political things are they trying to instill into kids? At what age? I think is wrong.
1: Han, I, I wonder how what Anne was talking about here, not really of being involved in politics before, but really being activated by the school board um, recall election, how does that match up with your own reporting and your own experience, like what you've heard and seen from other Chinese voters about this recall campaign so far?
4: I think Anne Shu is one of the examples that. Uh, Traditionally, she's not really into politics or local politics, but all of a sudden, because there are some topic that she feels really um, core to her values or that she cares about, then um, she started to be more active. A lot of Asian uh, parents are activated to organize, to volunteer, trying to gather more signatures for um, the recall election. And later when the recall is qualified for the election, and then all the parents are now organized to get more voter registered and also get more Asian parents, Asian community uh, members who are traditionally not really care about politics to get involved.
1: What is it about the San Francisco School Board recall that's really appealing to Chinese voters in particular?
4: I think education is something that's really important to Asian culture. A lot of Asian immigrants here, they, they carry on those, those traditions, you know, hoping their kids get into good schools, um, you know, getting a better life. I think a lot of Asian American community members here, they, during the pandemic, their kids are not doing good on those online classes. And also the school board decided to make Lowell High School, which is a school with Asian majority, from merit-based admission policy to a lottery. I think that um, really hit the core of a lot of Asian American parents.
2: Our um, board of education is not focusing on uh, our students and also school.
0: Selena Chu is another parent who's gotten engaged in the recall. Uh, she has a daughter at Lowell High School. I think two of her kids were volunteering at the, at the table there that day at the uh, community garden.
2: Um, it's a school board that's particularly interested in Lowell. I'm interested in all schools, making all schools better.
0: I think that uh, she and other parents felt that uh, this changing of the admission policy was really a misplaced priority and that the school board, instead of doing that, should be focusing on bringing up the quality of the other schools in, in the city.
2: This is everyone. This is, we are one city. We need to help all students. However, the school district seems to be very interested in only Lowell and why.
0: As Han said, Lowell High School is a majority Asian. They're not all wealthy by any means. Many are from immigrant families. And so a lot of parents like Selena feel like they have a real stake in what happens to it.
1: And I also know that another kind of triggering point were school board member Allison Collins' tweets. Can you talk about that situation and what it was about that that really activated Chinese voters around the recall election?
4: So when the tweet resurfaced, I do think that that's really shocking to a lot of um, not only the community, but also the whole San Francisco political world.
5: This comes after a 2016 Twitter thread from Collins accusing Asian Americans of using white supremacy to get ahead came to light.
4: That really helped fuel the recall movement. But I do think like the low High School and also um, the failure to reopen the school. It's something that have have impacts to, do, to their um, daily life or the kids at school or, you know, the kids' future. So I think those two things, I think, gets more attention in the Asian community. But also I think Alison Collins' uh, controversial tweet is more on the political side that um, making a lot of cities elected officials to weigh in Um, asking her to resign.
1: And Scott, I know that the Yes on Recall campaign is also really putting in some work to appeal to Chinese voters. How are they doing that exactly?
0: Well, they have a lot of money. We'll know better exactly how much money uh, shortly when those financial disclosure forms are due. But I think it's fair to say they have about at least $2 million, which for a school board election is extraordinary. A lot of those resources have gone in to paying for signature gatherers and some of these you know, people who are you know, working out on the streets. Some of them are getting paid to do that. Uh, but they're also, importantly, that money is also going into advertisements for radio and TV in Cantonese and Mandarin.
2: This
0: is an unusual time of the year, February fifteenth. We're not used to voting then, and so all this money is being used to raise awareness uh, and to get people to fill out those ballots and then ultimately, of course, to to vote yes to recall these three school board
2: members. And Han, it also seems like anecdotally,
1: there's just like a lot of pro-recall events in the Chinese community too. Is that what you're seeing?
4: I do think they they are having a lot of voter registration around Asian American neighborhoods like, you know, Sunset or uh, Richmond and also Chinatown or, you know, just like Uh, some Asian grocery store. Also, all the Chinese press, they're actively covering this recall. And also one more thing that might be related is a lot of Chinese immigrants, they're living in the U.S. They're not U.S. citizens. They just have the permanent residency, which we call green card, because China does not recognize dual citizenship. So a lot of them are not eligible to vote in, you know, presidential election. So they keep their green card uh, immigration status. But here uh, in San Francisco, a lot of non-citizens they can vote in the school board elections. So that basically make a lot of Asian immigrants eligible to vote that traditionally they're not allowed to vote.
1: There's evidence to show that these efforts by the Yes on Recall campaign are working. The grassroots Chinese API Voter Outreach Task Force, which formed after the recall got on the ballot, said it has registered 430 new Asian American voters since mid-December. That includes 330 first-time voters and 100 non-citizen parents. An analysis by the San Francisco Chronicle found that the highest concentration of support for the recall is in the city's west side, including the Richmond and the Sunset neighborhoods, which have large Chinese populations. Meanwhile, the campaign against the recall hasn't been able to do as much to appeal to Chinese voters. Scott, it sounds like Chinese voters have some real concerns about how San Francisco schools are being run right now. So how are supporters of the school board or even those who are being recalled themselves, how are they responding to these concerns from Chinese voters?
0: Well, we should say that the school board members themselves and even their supporters don't have a lot of money uh, to get their message out. I think they're feeling a little bit under fire and under siege uh, because they are outgunned, so to speak, in terms of uh, campaign money and the ability to get the message out.
6: I'm very sad that my words were weaponized in that way, and, it, and they did cause people pain.
0: For her part, Alison Collins, who was really, I think, the primary target in, in a way, uh, the one whose tweets were very controversial, the one who sued the school board, she has basically tried to frame this as a a right-wing attack funded by Republicans and promoted by Fox News.
6: This was about really just stirring up outrage. And I don't think that's productive. My tweets addressed ongoing anti-Black racism at Lowell and throughout SFUSD. Anybody who's done racial equity work, they understood what I was saying,
0: sort of in the same way that Gavin Newsom attacked the recall against him, as something that national Republicans were trying to do to embarrass him and, and, and uh, you know, discredit his policies and the state of California's policies. I don't think that flies quite as well. There is money coming from Republican sources for sure. There are other people in the Chinese community who uh, are, you know, if not uh, Republican, more conservative. Uh, but I think there's also just a groundswell of, uh, of opposition to the school board. The school board members, they frame the work of, say, renaming the schools and changing the admission policies as something that they ran on, you know, as a way to make the schools more equitable and more diverse. So I think some of them at least are saying, this is what we were elected to do, and now you're condemning us for it.
6: I'm really proud of our board, and I'm really proud of the work that we are doing. It's always been my purpose to make sure that I'm defending the right of all children to a quality education and specifically centering families that have a harder time getting access.
1: And Scott, I also know that there are several Chinese American politicians in San Francisco who also represent many of these voters we're actually talking about. I mean, what are they saying about the recall?
0: Well, not much. They all say, well, I called on Alison Collins to resign because of her tweets. Uh, She should have resigned. But they're also saying that they oppose all recalls, that they're too expensive, that they're not Democratic. They have not specifically endorsed the recall of any of these three school board members because, you know, there are other constituencies within, say, the Democratic Party that support these Policies. There's two members of the San Francisco Board of uh, Supervisors, uh, Gordon Marr and uh, Connie Chan. They both represent sort of the west side of town, which has a lot of Asian American uh, voters. There's also Phil Ting, who's a state assemblyman and thought to perhaps have other higher office ambitions, whether it's mayor or Congress. And then David Chu, who was in the assembly, he's now the city attorney. And as he points out, The city charter specifically prohibits the city attorney from taking positions on or getting involved with ballot measures or campaigns, other than his own, of course. Um, So that explains why he has not been uh, speaking out on this. And
1: Han, what about Chinese community organizations and political groups in San Francisco? Have any of them taken a position on the recall?
4: So, um, there are several Democratic clubs, CADC Chinese American Democratic Club, which is one of a very historic Chinese American political group. So, I think they're endorsing the recall, and also at the Asian Pacific American Democratic Club, they're also endorsing the recall. And there is another one called um, Rose Pack Democratic Club, and they are on the more progressive side. So, they're against recalling. Lopez and also Moliga, but they take no position on Alison Collins. Also, I think on several other very um, prominent Chinatown civil rights organizations, I, I don't think they are publicly supporting or against the recall. I do think they are very outspoken on some public safety issues for Stop Asian Hate, but in this specific recall, I don't think they're taking positions.
1: I want to transition now kind of to the bigger picture here. Um, We've talked about the specific issues in this recall that are motivating many first-time Chinese voters like Lowell Emissions and Alison Collins' tweets. But why is this increase in participation happening right now?
5: We feel that the city is uh, at a turning point.
0: One of the people I talked with was David Lee. He's the executive director of the Chinese American Voter Education Committee. He's been active in city politics for a very long time. Uh, And his organization is nonpartisan. They don't really take positions on things.
5: Well, I think we have a very um, diverse uh, field of opinions amongst Asian American
0: elected officials. And I met with him in Chinatown last week. And, you know, the first thing he noticed was and, and pointed out to me was how quiet it was. We
5: have uh, uh, very few people walking around the streets. Many of the restaurants are closed on a Tuesday for lunch. This is lunch hour. Uh, we don't see the uh, activity that you would normally see in a
0: uh, lunar new year. He said that is adding to a lot of um, anxiety and frustration and pain. To see Chinatown uh, boarded up with
5: lacking in the kind of uh, vibrancy that you would normally see at this time of year is a a true uh, indication of frustrations of the Asian American community. Not more has been done to help this community, uh, which has faced anti-Asian-American hate. uh, We've faced crime. We've faced uh, many um, uh, great difficulties for the small businesses who are trying to uh, uh, survive
0: in this very tumultuous uh, economy. All these things have just, I think, it's kind of lit a match, in a way, in the community and activated this political Uh, engagement that uh, typically isn't there.
1: Han, what about you? Why do you think this is the moment when some Chinese voters have decided to get involved in in local politics?
4: So I do think there's uh, for the past few years, it's a really challenging time for a lot of Asian American community members when they, you know, watch the news or just um, hearing from their friends being a victim. So I do think there is a uh, wake up call for a lot of Asian American members that, I mean, becoming more outspoken or trying to be part of a uh, political process to make change. And as Scott just mentioned, you know, the economic challenges and also You know, the virus being blamed to Asian-American and also the public safety topics uh, making a lot of people feel like concerned every day that maybe they think enough is enough.
1: Well, Scott and Han, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
1: That was Scott Schaefer, politics and government reporter for KQED and co-host of the Political Breakdown podcast, and Han Lee, a reporter with the San Francisco Standard. The last day to cast your vote in the San Francisco School Board recall election is February 15th. If any of the three board members are recalled, Mayor London Breed will appoint their replacement. And if you like this episode, may I recommend some related content? We did an episode last year highlighting student voices in the thick of the school district's controversies. We'll leave you a link to that episode in our show notes. This episode of The Bay was produced and cut by editor Alan Montecilio and me, who scored this episode and added the tape. The Bay is a production of your local public media station, KQED. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Peace.